Women as One promotes talent in medicine by bringing the unique talents of women to the forefront. We believe that, as one, women can use their collective voice to change the landscape of medicine. My name is Regina Drews. I'm a cardiologist. I am Chief of Cardiology at St. John Episcopal Hospital in Farakali, New York, and an integrative cardiologist in the private and hospital-based practice. I'm also chairing ACC section in healthcare innovation, and most recently, I have become a dual master's degree student in uh, Master's of Business Administration and uh, Master's of Science in Healthcare Leadership. So I feel like it wasn't something that just happened overnight. I think I've sort of been building up to the stage for quite a while. It probably started with my interest in innovation, which somewhere around 2013-2014, I ended up forming my uh, first startup and not understanding any of the business dynamics that usually govern what happens with the startups. It was an interesting idea. It got some people excited, but, you know, predictably, it didn't really leave the gate in any measurable fashion. What was striking to me at the time is how there was a tremendous gap between what we as doctors have in clinical knowledge and experience in the clinical arena and even in academic and research arena or procedural arena and our total lack of skills, even the basic skills in the business marketplace. And I was confronted with it early on because as part of the pitches and obviously trying to get traction, I came first in contact with certain terms that I didn't even know and mostly people, people who were not necessarily younger or older, but most of the time they were younger. What was striking to me is their mindset, the way that they saw exact same things that I was talking about was vastly different. Their perception was very different. And I thought to myself, well, you know, maybe I would benefit from this point of view, from having this information, this level of knowledge. And maybe they would also benefit from my point of view, from obviously understanding the clinical and the procedural mechanisms that, in that case, was my particular company was trying to drive or change. So that started the movement in my head that I needed to get more information. And I went after some of the well-known startup books, spoke to a couple of founders, some of them very successful and started following rather closely the entire startup scene, especially with the focus on uh, healthcare space. And I think eventually uh, it culminated for me uh, as a chair of chief of cardiology in a small community hospital. And the size was actually very deceiving because beneath the surface, it, there was a lot of work to be done. And again, I just then at that point saw it from uh, a different side, an organizational side, and really realized that there's so much that needs to change on the level of medical organizations, and it goes beyond the usual culprits, so to speak. It goes beyond clinical efficiency and quality and increasing patient access to care and decreasing the rate of infection. All of these are good, useful, important milestones and achievements, but they're not enough. And they're not enough because in healthcare organizations, we haven't really 
accomplished the arc of development that a lot of other professional uh, areas or sectors have accomplished. We don't know how to build effective teams. We don't necessarily pick people whose strengths are specifically aligned with specific projects. The entire business model of how we practice medicine has to change. And so that was kind of my realization. And I said, well, you know what? If we are to change the business model and to build things, I guess I need to know how to do it. So it's pretty intense, uh, actually. Uh, I opted for a local program that would not require for me to travel by either, you know, car, plane, or train. And I'm very, very happy with my choice because the program is uh, located at Cornell Tech, which is spectacular technology space right in Roosevelt Island. And the focus is actually twofold. It's not just an MBA degree, but it's also Master's of Science in Healthcare Leadership. And that second component, I think, is in many regards even more relevant than just the MBA skills themselves. Because one of the things we're lacking is the ability to really execute or bring forward leaders in healthcare who can make meaningful changes. So in practical terms, uh, it's a 20-month program. We have four residential weeks, one in July and one in January for each year, the first year and the second year. The classes are every second weekend, most of the Saturday from 8 a.m. to approximately 5.30 and half of the day on Sunday. We work in teams, so we have a two-hour team meeting every week and occasionally additional time for our teams to finalize our projects. And their homework, individual homework, is somewhere around, I'm going to say, five to seven hours per week of additional time. And that includes readings and uh, other activities. It is challenging. I'm fortunate that I have some flexibility in my schedule to be able to do this. I have to say that it's been incredibly helpful, even though I have just started. I started basically uh, right after July 4th. It's been enormously helpful because I happen to be in the midst of discussions with my parent institution about my private practice model and them potentially acquiring my private practice and expanding this model of care within the hospital uh, footprint and they could not give me guidance and I really couldn't give them a whole lot of guidance other than particulars before I started the program. But literally after the first immersion week, I knew what I needed to do at least qualitatively and now even quantitatively, I'm able to do some simple projections that I think are going to be helpful to all of us to understand the financial structure and the workflow structure of developing a new practice that didn't really exist before in that hospital-specific uh, space. If there is one thing that unites a lot of people in the program, and uh, actually uh, a majority of my class are non-physicians, we have nurses and nurse practitioners, hospital administrators, pharma executives, uh, some startup founders. Women constitute over 50% of my uh, executive MBA class. I'm very impressed with every single person in that class. And we are all share this feeling that we want to build things and we want to do those things right. And that I think where everybody comes to that point in their career 
where we are all successful and we all were quite capable in our role, but we felt that to make a difference, we need more. And this is that more that we can hopefully use and put in interaction. You know, the healthcare innovation section, just to give you a little bit of a background, is uh, very new for the ACC. It actually was launched in 2018. It didn't exist before. And this is one of the few sections that unites members based on non-clinical interests. And while ACC has several of such sections, the intent of healthcare innovation was really to become a professional home for any cardiologist or cardiac care associate, especially those earlier on in their career that have an interest in innovation. Uh, innovation was very broadly defined as digital health, machine learning, artificial intelligence, new practice models, personalized health, virtual health, and so on. And so for some of our earlier activities uh, were focused on obviously CME sessions, being present for the annual meetings, uh, engaging with business stakeholders, startup companies to come into the exhibit space for the ACC and actually create a hybrid presence where we would provide some opportunities for people who have ongoing projects and exposures to these innovative products and gadgets and ideas to actually reflect from a clinical and academic perspective while we had the companies obviously provide specific technology input. And so being in the MBA program made me appreciate how vital it is to create high-performance teams and align those teams along the um, common purpose and transparency and accountability. And that's so far in its early stages, but proven to be very successful. We just wrapped up our first very successful event. It was New York State Chapter ACC inaugural Shark Tank, which was a lot of fun. And California had two events on tap. And the ultimate goal here for us is something that I've been kind of dreaming from a long time ago is to create local innovation hubs to attract cardiologists locally to interact with technology leaders and relevant stakeholders to either pilot, develop, or learn how they can innovate in cardiovascular space. It made it very relevant to me when, you know, in my kind of uh, just a month in my dual degree program, the curriculum, uh, which started with leadership and organizations and how to build high-performing teams and how to understand the strengths and weaknesses of your teammates and how to set goals. It was uh, very, very helpful to have this framework. Probably the lowest hanging fruit and the easiest thing to do is to get online certificate program, which is not a full degree, and uh, many are offered by some of the best uh, institutions in the country. You know, uh, definitely all the kind of top institutions that people traditionally think of, both locally and a little bit further abroad. And some of these are very interesting certifications. For example, my interest happens to be on the technology side and blockchain. So, you know, uh, I will actually eventually get into a certificate course on blockchain because it's a very narrow technological area and the specific certification is for non-technology founders. But uh, I would think that even a certification program, even if it's completely online and the person can do it at their own pace, will be highly valuable. Another thing is, is that especially if it's a physician who has 
some type of managerial responsibility, whether they're chief of service, a chairman, a section head. I think it's absolutely critical that they form partnerships with the administrative leaders in their workplace, and they see those administrative leaders as collaborators, not as somebody that they have to confront, but somebody that they have to collaborate with. Any doc out there who is running anything, even if they're running a private practice, I think really needs to seek out some business knowledge. Because at the end of the day, medicine is a $7 trillion business. So it's uh, naive to think that someone or something will run it for you because that is not going to make a great progress or great life for either the doctors or their patients.